0: Carla?
1: Let me make sure my settings are allowing for me to be able to hear you. Hang on one sec.
0: 325, let's see here. Okay. Um, I'm going to give you a different URL.
1: I don't know if you can see that. I definitely need to be able to hear you and I'm, because you're calling in, um, for whatever reason, it's not letting me hear you. So I'm going to go ahead and log off. Oh, there you are. Hi, Um, can
0: you, can you hear me, let me see if I promote you to a panelist, okay, let me, um, you might have to unmute yourself, okay. And you don't have to have your video on if you don't want to. It's not necessary. Ah, can you
2: hear me now? Yes. (claps) Woo-hoo. So I I had called in and I was on Zoom on my app on my phone.
1: And it probably wouldn't let you have audio on both or whatever, right? Correct, correct. Okay, okay, cool. Well, I'm so lovely to meet you. How did you find me? Uh, I guess you found me first via Instagram. Okay, sweet. Well, um, we're going to get pretty intensive. So what's going to happen is I'm going to do the reading. You can ask questions, all of that stuff. It is going to be recorded. So you will get the replay. So, you you know, if you don't want to take notes right now, um, that way you can just kind of take it all in and then you can listen to the replay and take notes. Then that might be a, the better formula.
2: That's what I was thinking. Hold
1: on. Let me try uh, using headphones so I could hear you better. Okay, cool. Let's
2: see. I'm so excited.
0: Ah, uh, you should be because this is a big deal. <laughs> Let's see.
2: Okay. How's that? Can you hear me? Yep. Oh, that's perfect. I love this. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm ready. <laughs>
1: okay. So, um, this is going to be part of my podcast as well. So, I'll just say Carla. I won't say last name or anything. But, sure. um, so what I, I've already pulled up your chart, and we're going to cover numerous things. I wanted to um, at least do a little intro of just welcoming you, and then we'll get going. Okay. Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to the Rising Star Inner. Uh, let me start over. Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to the Rising Star Project. My name is Angel Quintana. I have a fabulous light worker here today. Her name is Carla, and we're going to be looking at her astrological birth chart to see if we can answer some of her biggest questions around her higher calling. So welcome, Carla. Thank you. It's so great to be here. <laughs> awesome. So the first thing I want to find out from you is like, what are you hoping to get out of this reading? Direction and clarity. Although I will say that I have been,
2: I've definitely been internet stalking you (laughs) for the past week and I've been immersing yourself, immersing myself in a lot of your material. So I have a lot more clarity than I did a week ago. So Mm -hmm. I feel like, and and I feel like, you know, as you said, you know, you know, the answers, I I definitely found them. And um, so my intention for our call today would be to, uh, hone in on on what I've come up with, and you know, and perhaps just get like a third, or, you know, get like an outsider opinion on, you know, if I need anything to
1: tweak. Okay, great. Okay, so we're going to start with the the three basic signs in everybody's chart, which is your sun sign, your moon sign, and your rising sign, and I'll explain what each of those mean um, and how they pertain to your life's work. Okay, so. We are the same sun sign. We are both California. (laughs) And you've got your moon in Taurus, and you have Mm -hmm. your rising sign in Sag. So you are a double Earth sign with a Sagittarius rising. So let's just start with the sun sign. So this is probably everybody identifies with their sun sign. When you read your horoscope, you're like, wow, that's so me. Um, But that's not necessarily how other people see you. So the way that I see the sun sign is I call it your secret sauce. It's basically the thing that you're going to sprinkle on everything that you do. And there's always going to be like this lingering essence of Capricorn. But the way that people see you is Sagittarius. So what that means is they see you, and I don't know what it is that you do for work, but or where you're taking your higher calling, but they see you as the spiritual teacher. They see you as the person with the wisdom. They want to you know, learn rituals from you. They might want to travel. They might want to learn about different cultures. They're definitely the philosopher. So when you show up on social media and you're marketing your, your uh, products and services, you definitely want to like, turn up the volume on Sagittarius. So do you know much about Sagittarius? Yes, I do. Okay, good. So it's obviously a fire sign. They are highly magnetic people. Um, I like to call them the wanderer, but all, that wand- all, that- all who wander are definitely not lost. They are the explorers, the adventurers. So mm-hmm. when somebody looks at you and they see Sagittarius, what's really happening is that you are a mirror to parts of them that they want more of right? So if they see you as Sagittarius, it's like, well, I want to be the master teacher. I want to be spiritually enlightened. I want to travel the world. I want to do these things. And I'm watching this woman live out things about myself that I haven't fully developed. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. Okay. Now the Mm -hmm. moon sign is your motivation, your innermost feelings and your shadows. Okay. So let, we got to get into, um, Taurus here. Okay, so Taurus is ruled by Venus. This obviously is the planet of love, but not, I feel like Venus is a very misunderstood planet because, you know, I think it goes back to what, to the 80s or 90s when it was like men are from Mars, when uh, women women are from Venus, um, Mm -hmm. that we're talking about love. It is the things that you love, um, but it's not the watery, super emotional. Venus is more about partnership. You know, so when we think about Taurus and what motivates you, you're obviously motivated by beauty. You're motivated by the finer things in life. You're motivated, um, even made, sometimes, even by money. I mean, Taurus rules the second house of money. So they're definitely driven by material things as well. Like they want to work hard, but then they want to come home and sink their feet into their comfy, big ass, expensive couch. You know, they definitely want mm-hmm, to enjoy mm-hmm. those things. But the importance of the moon sign is to help you look further into your shadows. And the shadow work is where a lot of our you know, higher calling and our products are even born is through shadow work. So when you think about Taurus, what you really need to think about is the polar opposite of Taurus, which is Scorpio, okay? Mm. And when you're trying to develop Taurus, you're developing the parts of them that is lacking, okay? Or that are, that are not fully developed. And in this case, it's Scorpio. So if you think about Scorpio and Taurus, this is two very different signs. You know, they're literally, you know, filling in the blanks of each other. Mm-hmm. So Taurus knows how to navigate the physical plane, right? The, the earth part of the, our existence. Where Scorpio, this is a water sign, that loves to swim in the deep end of the pool. In fact, you're never going to um, find Scorpio even talking about the weather. That's just, they're not that type of person. So Taurus is easy to be around and kind of shoot the shit, if you will. Um, But Scorpio is like, no, I want to get down to why things are the way they are. So your shadow is encouraging you to ask deeper questions, um, look deeper within yourself. You know, even if it feels scary at first, you know, when you're having negative thoughts, Scorpio wants you to figure out why you feel that way. There's a lot of subconscious things that come up with Scorpio because it's ruled by Pluto. Pluto is you know, it's the planet of the occult. It's you know they're interested in astrology you know this is probably your shadows are like we got to talk to her you know we gotta we gotta figure this thing out so that's where Scorpio becomes one of Taurus's greatest allies you know they're helping Taurus be deeper so if you want to stay motivated to living out your calling and being of service to your and clients, look no further than swimming in the deep end of the pool, asking the hard questions and looking within yourself for these answers. I'm ready. That's good. That's good. Okay, good. Okay. So let me see what else we got here. So I don't see any stelliums. We'd ha- okay. Let's talk about... I want to talk, let's get Saturn out of the way because he's like the, you know, the big man on campus. Okay. So you have Mm -hmm. Saturn in Aries. Okay. So Saturn in Aries. Okay. So let me explain this. Saturn is the father figure of the Zodiac. So just like we have parents, our mama bear and our papa bear, you know, cancer is the mama bear. Um, Saturn is the, the father figure again, those are polar opposites. We have Cancer and Capri- Capricorn is naturally ruled by Saturn. So you already naturally mm-hmm. have that discipline nature about you. Like, And actually, you probably have a double so because you have Taurus, which is also very disciplined. So discipline is never going to be you know, a weakness for you, but you have it in the sign of Aries. Okay. So the, the difference here is that Saturn is the planet, in my opinion, in the way that I look at astrology, is the one that's going to decide if he's going to help you make money. He's mm-hmm. the one that if you, like, think about, like, if you have a father, I don't so, but I, I know from my friends that, you know, the dad is always the one like, okay, okay, daughter, like, what do you want to major in college? She's like, I want to major in art. He's like, Oh, are you gonna be able to make any money off of that? What's your what's your plan? Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, want, I want you to imagine Saturn and Aries. Aries is ruled by Mars. So if you even want to, in your mind, imagine Mar- the planet Mars and the planet Saturn going on a coffee date, okay? And they're mm-hmm. going to chit chat it out about how this whole thing is going to work out for you. You know, what's the plan? You know, how do we best utilize your talents for Aries, all those things. So we're kind of working out the kinks. Um, Saturn is basically kind of holding the torch of like, well, let me do, you can pitch your idea to me and I'll let you know if I think it's good enough. You know, I'll <laughs> let you know if it's really what I think is going to best suit you moving forward. So Aries is the very first sign of the zodiac, okay? Mm-hmm. So it's the infant. It's the it's the new cycle, you know, in tarot these are the aces. Um it's the new beginning. So if you think about like it's almost like bright, shiny, like, "Oh my god, everything's so new and so exciting mm-hmm. and like, oh my gosh." So on one hand, it's great because it's motivating, it's exciting, it's new, it's all these things, but you know, they don't always have, they don't they don't have the skills of implementation, right? Mm. That's not the gift. The gift of Aries is passion, uh, motivation, big ideas, setting the groundwork. But after the groundwork, they're like, well, well I don't know what to do now. <laughs> so th- the thing that's beautiful about your chart is that you have your moon in Taurus. Now, Taurus is the next sign after Aries in the zodiac. So the, and if you really think about the zodiac, they they play on each other one by one. So you know, Aries, the next logical step for Aries is like, well, we need Taurus, we need grounding, we need a plan, right? So we're gonna. So those are the kinds of things that Saturn and Aries are gonna talk about. Like, well, what's the plan? So you have all these great ideas, but what's the plan? So the biggest missing link to Aries is a team. They need because they're the big idea. They don't always have the people in place to help them bring that big idea to fruition. So, those big ideas become more big ideas, and all they do is they just sit in idea land.
2: <laughs> okay.
1: Okay. So, um, Aries is the ram, and that's Mars. So, the Mars energy is, is powerful. This is the masculine, this is the conscious mind. So, the biggest hurdle with Aries in Sagittarius is that Aries is still trying to figure out who they are. Okay? It's the, so, the natural ruler of, of, um, of the first house, so there's 12 houses, just like there's 12 zodiac signs in a chart. The first house is naturally ruled by Aries because that's the first sign of the zodiac. The first house represents. Self-identity, self-worth, self-esteem, self identity, self worth, self esteem, self—any self word word that you can think of—is Aries. So until and so this is what Saturn is basically saying to Aries: like, well, we need to work on your self esteem, we need to work on self love, we need a self identity, we need to make sure that you—it's always going to come back to that. So Aries is going to be like, no, but I want to like do this and then like, okay, but we got to start with you first, because nothing is going to get done if you try to skip this step. So that's going to be the so and then once so Saturn as much as he can be like, you know, kind of scary and like the father figure, like if he even sees like baby step efforts, he will reward you. So Okay, for example, if you started keeping a journal every and, and every morning, and every evening you wrote in the journal, like either affirmations or things you wanted to accomplish that day or, and write it as if it's already happened, you're going to ignite a lot of that self stuff, right? The self work. So even something as small as that Saturn's going to be like, good job, Aries. And you're going to start to see progression. But if you don't do anything, you know, if you just think about it or talk about it and all this stuff, but you don't, actually do that like inner foundational stuff he's not going to reward it so a lot of people will sit around and be like why is nothing happening for me you know because i'm doing stuff but they're not doing this stuff you see and they're not doing they, their inner yes. stuff so yes. that you can, you've probably <coughs> seen this a lot on social media where it's like the hustle mentality well i'm doing yes. all this stuff and you know how can yeah. it's not working for me it's like, well, if you've got Saturn in Aries, because they're like, well, you could do all things all day, but if you don't see you working on yourself, I ain't going to give you anything. Mm-hmm, That's like mm-hmm. the blessing and the curse of Saturn in Aries is that Mars energy wants to run and go. And, you know, if you ever meet an Aries, you know, a lot of times they're the athletes or they're very competitive. But competitive, you know, it's one thing to like, run a mile and work on your time. And it's another one to sit at home and be peaceful and work on that part too. So Because there's the masculine and feminine, but, the, but Aries is so gifted at the masculine, which is the conscious mind. So that's why I'm saying my suggestion to you as far as the journaling, that's going to help you reprogram the subconscious mind so that those two energies can get more in alignment. Because right now, Aries is just too much Mars energy. And we need mm-hmm, more of that mm-hmm. Venusian energy, the Venus and part of you. Okay. Okay. All right. So let's see. That's Saturn. What else we got here? Okay, we got that one. Out. Okay. So I want to talk about. I, I want to talk about several things at once, and they'll kind of all start to play together. So we have an asteroid. It's called Chiron. It's called the Wounded Healer. Mm-hmm. You have that in the sign of Pisces, and then you have. Your true node, which is a moon node, which is the north node, and that's also in the sign of Aries, and then the opposite of the north node, excuse me, is the south node, and I believe that the polar opposite of Aries is Libra. Let me just confirm that. I'm just doing this off the top of my head here. Uh, Let's see. Polar opposite of Aries, I believe, is Libra. I want to make Sure. Yep. Libra. Okay. So interesting pair. More Aries in here. Okay. So let me just start with Chiron. So it's called the wounded healer. This asteroid represents the part of you that you don't know how to do it for yourself, but you're super gifted at doing it for other people. Okay. And this is a sign of Pisces. So this is probably where Pisces and Sag start having... Not issues, but they're definitely like, I wanna teach. And then there's like, I'm really good at it with other people, but I need to heal within myself. So this has to do with karma. And mm. in this case, Chiron and Pisces is about spirituality, right? This is about you having very, being very gifted in the psychic realm, but for whatever reason, you can help other people potentially build out those fifth dimensional gifts, but somehow either you second-guess them in yourself, you don't trust your intuition, but with other people, they would come to you for those problems.
2: Mm-hmm, so you're shaking mm-hmm. your
1: head. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Oh, yes. <laughs> okay. So it all start to come full circle when we talk about the nodes. Okay. So keep that in mind. Now the next part is the North node that represents your challenge that will lead you to this higher calling, to your destiny, okay? That's um, in the sign, would we say Aries? Yeah, Aries. Yes. Mm -hmm. And then your south node, that's in the sign of Libra. So that's what you're already gifted at. So here's the scenario. Most people start businesses around their south node. Oh, well, I'm just naturally good at that. Like, I'm naturally good at numbers. I'm just gonna be an accountant, right? I'm very good with writing. So I'm just going to be a writer. So that's a natural gift. Not everybody has it, but it's something that just comes to you. It's very easy. So you have that in the sign of Libra. Okay. So Libra is naturally good at keeping the peace, finding balance, uh, making sure things are beautiful. They also are a cardinal sign. So they're an idea generator. They're the pioneers. They are You know, they're not necessarily the implementers, but they definitely like when they walk into the room, they're making it more beautiful, whether that's energetically or spiritually or even physically. Um, I usually think about um, Libra as like the interior designers or um, the feng shui experts or the people that um, design jewelry, something that's in adorning something and it can have spiritual powers as well. Um, the uh, Libra also is ruled by Venus. So there is going to be a partnership, um, element to your gift. It doesn't mean that you have to have like a legal partnership in your business, but there's definitely like, um, they don't really want to necessarily work alone. Um, having Mm -hmm, other mm -hmm. people inspire you (coughs) around you, um, bouncing off ideas with people. Um, those would be, Things that you naturally gravitate and love. So I would say, like, even having your workspace, it would probably, you'd probably want to have visual, like a little altar. You want to make sure that it's like really nice things like surrounding you. Anything that has like Taurus and Venus, or uh, excuse me, Taurus and Libra are both ruled by Venus. So you have a lot of Venusian energy, like a feminine. beautiful energy and it's about balance it's about like when i when i think about libra i really do think about also the justice like the i need things to be fair you know um and i it's funny i'll say this candidly so you where was your scorpio we were um um did we talk about scorpio no
2: no uh, oh we had mentioned it as far as um it was the opposite of my taurus.
1: Oh, there it is. Okay, yeah, so that's yeah. a shadow. Okay. So, um where was i going with that? Um okay, so libra, so when we think about scorpio, what we're really thinking about is what she learned from libra because scorpio mm. comes right after libra. So, scorpio essentially learned how to be how to think deep right? The air from the Libra mm-hmm. learned how to think deep, but mm-hmm. then she took it upon herself to, to add water. And now she's swimming in the deep end of the pool. Right. So, but she learned how to think deep from Libra. So Libra mm-hmm. is a very deep thinker. Mm, okay. So you're um, Libra. Oh yeah. That's your, that's your gift. Okay. So you naturally know how to think di- um think deep. However, you also struggle with commitment, like not necessarily like in a partnership, it can be that, but also just like like committing to an idea. It's like, it's almost a similar problem as Aries. Aries has all these ideas, but nobody to help them implement. Mm -hmm, Libra mm -hmm. has all these ideas, but doesn't know which one to choose. So there's like a similar reoccurring subconscious thought that's going on with Aries and Libra. So the natural gift here is to take Libra's, you know, um, light side, right? Not her shadows, but she's gifted at um, being a deep thinker, making things beautiful, um, balance, harmony. Remember, think of like the balancing scales. Think about justice. Mm -hmm. I need things to even out. Like, you know, even down to like, if I'm wearing something black, then I need to put I have a black handbag. I mean, there's definitely going to be some kind of continuity there. Um, even overthinking some of the, the balance elements or whatever. But definitely balance is a key word. And it could even be, you know, part of your higher calling is helping other people find balance, helping other people um, create more harmony, more peace. You know, you might even like research a little bit about the Empress card in tarot. That's my favorite. Uh, that's my favorite. Is Okay, it's my so favorite card. Yeah. She's about fertility and that doesn't have to just be with, you know, children, but she births new ideas all the time. So the more time that you spend in nature, the more you're going to enhance the Libran um, superpowers that you have and the manifestation that comes with that. So definitely if you, maybe to help Aries, we're going to write down all of your affirmations on your journal, but maybe do that outside and then you can support Libra there as well. Okay. So now the true node, right? The North node, that's in the sign of Aries. Okay. So again, we've got the challenges Aries, but then we've also got Saturn and Aries. So we've got double Aries energy, which is really potent. So again, Mars energy, definitely um, a power player. This is um, the foundation. I, it's going to go back to self again. Your challenges. It's time to make it more about you. If you really want to be of service to, um, let me see what your 12th house is, um, your kismet client, oh, a Scorpio. Okay. Woo! You've got some big plans going on there. Okay. So um, in order for you to be of service to your kismet client, which we'll talk about in a minute we have to find our own identity because you've got Aries there and it's like nothing's going to work and it's going to be a thorn in your side. Every time you take the focus off of yourself and you put it on something else or a different idea, then nothing gets resolved and you just end up being in this vicious um, subconscious cycle of just over and over again. So I don't know if you've had reoccurring instances in your life that just, dude, why does this keep happening? Why does this keep happening? It's like Aries is basically like... Like it's not like Leo where it's like me, 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 adore me. It's not that it's like, it's like, I know I'm powerful. I just completed a cycle, right? Because they're the first sign of the Zodiac. So they just completed a cycle. They're brand new. They're like, dude, I just completed this, but it's so new that it's kind of like a deer in headlights where it's like, it's like, I'm not, this is so foreign, you know, like, so it's like, you would have to go back and this could be done in meditation or breath work or guided visualization or something. Whereas I go back, you know, I have this concept where it's like the way you do anything is the way you do everything. It's actually a Buddhist proverb. But Mm -hmm, if mm -hmm. if I have this, what's the saying? Like, if you know, like, let's say somebody knows how to lose weight, right? So say somebody lost a hundred pounds, but then they, but they don't know how to make money. Okay. They're like, How how come I can figure out how to lose all this weight, but I can't figure out how to make money? If you go back and think about, well, how did I lose weight? Okay. Now the logical person is going to be, well, I changed my diet. I started counting calories. I went to the gym, but that's actually not probably the first step. The first step was like, well, I finally got real with um, my emotional eating patterns. You see? Mm -hmm, I got mm -hmm. real with why do I do what I do? Why have I let this go on so long? What, what things bring me to my knees that I have not worked through? These are Aryan questions. These are, and that's why if somebody knows how to lose weight or, you know, make a million dollars or, whatever they, whatever magical thing they know how to do, they actually know how to do everything in the universe because it's the same process. You just go through, like, we just started a new cycle. Okay. I know how I lost weight. I went through this problem, this cycle. I wrote this down. I got real with myself. I started to have an identity. I real, I started having a mental image of what, who I really was. Those are airing questions. So your challenge is, is you know, and I think this has to do with Taurus, to be honest, because Taurus is like, no, come on, let's, like, let's get on with the show. Like, we got to get through the plan. But your challenge, right, your north node in Aries is like, hold on, Taurus, because if we skip any steps, I'm just going to be right back where I was. Always. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So the challenge is having that Taurian and Capricorn discipline but to around yourself. You see, mm. so it's like not about implementing I build a website, then I got to get on Instagram and then I got to do all this marketing stuff. It's like no. The first thing is I need to I need to figure out who I am um and be very secure in that no matter what so that my foundation for what's leading me to this destiny that nothing's going to knock it off kilter. That's why this concept of um people always say this and it's kind of funny. They're like, Oh, I'm, I'm rebranding. You know, I'm rebranding. It's like, well, you were actually never a brand because nobody even knew who the heck you were. So it's not (laughs) rebranding. It's just that your foundation (laughs) was very rocky, right? Because you didn't, you didn't, you tried to skip over Aries.
0: You took the big Mm.
1: idea and then you just like, Hey, Taurus, come help me implement it. It's like, no, Mm. you got it. I got the idea, but how does that reflect who I am? you know, how will that help me spiritually grow? What is my mission? What would happen if this thing actually took off? Does that really support, you know, the way I want to live my lifestyle? I mean, these are the questions, you know, that people just, they're like thinking about money or they're thinking about, you know, how many followers they have. They're like missing this ingredient. That's why people think that they have to rebrand. And so this is now that we're kind of shining light on this. It's like, we need to not be tempted by the Mars energy. The Mars energy wants to run fast and be fiery, and then they end up being immature in their mm. delivery of those things because they didn't develop this identity. I'm,
2: yeah? I'm totally resonating with me.
1: Okay. Okay, so let's see what else we got in here. Um, Okay, I want to save Kismet Client here. So let me talk about, well, it looks like, okay, the higher calling is, okay, the higher calling has to do with obviously the North Node. Obviously, your natural ability is Libra. So we're just going to leave that alone. That's just something you're naturally gifted at. Aries and Pisces becomes Like a duet, right? I got to take care of me, but I got to make sure that, which also goes back to working on you because Chiron, you you have Chiron and Pisces, which is about helping other people with their spiritual gifts and like their intuition and their clairvoyance, all that stuff. But... We need to work on that with yourself. So, not only do we need Aries with the self identity and like all of that, maybe more um, masculine stuff, but then we got Pisces thrown in there that's like, no. And then we got to know who you are spiritually and we got to, you know, work on, you know, decalcifying your third eye. And you know what I mean? Like, so again, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like reemphasizing, I got to make this about me, period. I mean, even yeah. down to like whoever's in your life right now who's like, taking up a lot of time, you're gonna have to put boundaries. Like actually, you know, from 7 a.m. to 8 a.m., that's my time. That's the time that and and block it out and then even do that in the evening. So it's boundaries. You know, there might be, you know, people that you know suck your energy out. And then you think it's kind of I just always refer to exercise because it's one of my big subconscious blocks, but like um, you know, people they get so busy and the first thing they don't do is exercise. Mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying so it's the same thing for you it doesn't have to be exercise but it could be but anything that's mm-hmm. like take like like taurus will just be like a workaholic taurus will just be like oh we're just going to get the project done but then they'll yep. neglect they'll eat like shit and they won't yep. exercise they won't meditate <laughs> because they think that if they move faster you know or if they get more done it's probably a better way because I mean taurus is pretty s- slow but they mm-hmm. you know they'll take yes the thing with taurus is like they're the snails. They'll never give up. They'll, they're the tortoise, you know, the tortoise. Yeah, now. yeah. They
0: just
1: keep going. They might take the long route, whatever, but they're eventually going to get there, right? So, mm-hmm. but just because they're stubborn about it. They're like, no, like, yeah. I know this is the path. Well, the path, you know, that might be one path, but there's a whole bunch of different paths, you know? Sure. So yeah. there's going to be some adjustment in the way you're currently doing your life for boundaries and me time and, Because if I can't get that part, then I can't get the rest of the puzzle piece to fit.
2: Yep. That makes sense.
1: Okay. Let's look at the second house because that's also the money house. Um, Okay. So second house. Oh, okay. That's harmonious. Second house is ruled by Capricorn,
0: Mm
1: -hmm. um, which Capricorn is the goat. They're super ambitious, also a cardinal sign going to they're always going to be successful so I don't see money if you follow the path of the north node in Aries and make it about yourself and work through the issues with Chiron the money is already there I don't if you had Pisces here I might be like sad for you but you don't have it there you have Capricorn Mm -hmm. um, um which is where your sun is so that's your sun sign and then this is um What is that? Is that Venus? No, that's Mercury. Okay. So you also have Mercury in Capricorn. Okay. So your second house is Sun in Capricorn. So that's how you see yourself and your secret sauce. So the second house is about um, possessions, money. Um, It's also about the way that we handle our finances um, energetically. Um, and then you have Mercury there, which is interesting. Okay. So the way that you communicate, um, which will also pertain to like, this is also like, if I was going to make money, obviously I need to have a product to sell and I need to know who I'm selling it to. Um, this is telling me that there is a, a, a component of mastery. Capricorn to me is like mastery and it's also businessy. Um, I don't know if you've ever worked with, thought about working with spiritual entrepreneurs. We'll talk about that in a minute, but Capricorn is definitely like, people look up to Capricorn because of their work ethic, because they're refined, they're not loud, they're the observer, they're like, they're like the old guy in the corner telling the secrets, like stories, you know, he might have a crowd, but he's talking low, he's talking slow, he's the wise one, Right. So with Mercury there, like the way that you communicate is like an observer. So for mm. instance, like, like if, so, if you were going to give up somebody a piece of wisdom, like when it's Capricorn speaking, people will be quiet because mm. Capricorn won't speak just to hear themselves speak. They only speak because somebody said, hey, Capricorn, um, could you read my birth chart? Capricorn is not going to be like, Hey, I'm an astrology. Can I read your birth chart? You know, they're not going to do it like that. So you're, they're going to come to you from, for your quiet wisdom. So the way that you communicate and the way that you will be able to easily attract your kismet clients is through quiet communication. It's not going to be shouting. It's not going to be look at me. It will be refined though. So the thing about Capricorn, you know, you ever step into a Capricorn's house, it's it's usually fairly organized, it's probably kind of stylish, it's probably got a little bit of glamour and glitz because they like the finer things, especially because you got you know Taurus in there as well. So there's definitely like a refinement. Like they not. I mean, unless you have like a lot of air in your chart, you probably don't have like a lot of just like clutter. Like Capricorn is like they want to keep this as clutter-free as possible. So that means that their environment, and if your environment isn't this way right now. This would be the time to do that because Capricorn is about no clutter, you know, in their space and in their mind. You know, that's how they're best able to um, translate the wisdom that comes from them, from the divine. Okay. So quiet wisdom, um, well thought through. Um, I mean, the first thing that kind of popped in my mind is like, okay, let's say you had a product to sell. And um, somebody opted in to get your free ebook. Okay, they opted in to get your free ebook, which we can talk about what that could be in a second. Um, And then you had this like very thought through email campaign, right? This email, like maybe it was like three or four emails, and it just had like these pieces of wisdom, right? Because it's like this quiet wisdom to let them, you know, get to know you in such a way. So the Cap- people are coming what's the word um sage the word that comes sage yes. advice that mm-hmm. is capricorn you come to capricorn for sage advice and that means because you have capricorn in your second house they will pay you for that sage advice whether that's one on one whether that's e courses whether that's a podcast whatever information that you want to communicate right you got mercury in the second house that's where the money is going to come from, from your sage advice. Okay. Okay. So, okay. So let's now, cause we'll probably have, well, I want to get into kismet client because that's where everybody goes, what? Okay. Mm-hmm. So 12th house. Yeah. Majority, majority of it is in the sign of Scorpio now, because it's right there on the ascendant. There's like a little bit. Um, of Sagittarius, which is obviously a rising sign, but not much. So I'm going to focus primarily on Scorpio. Um, What is that, Neptune? You got Neptune in there too. Oh, oh, that's interesting. Okay, so Scorpio is the deep sea diver, right? She, and this is the person. Okay, so the 12th house represents your subconscious mind, limiting beliefs, um, karma, karmic debts. So the reason that I see the 12th house as your kismet client archetype is because remember what I said at the very beginning, I said, people, they don't see you as Capricorn. They see you as Sagittarius. And the reason that they see you as Sagittarius is because they want that for themselves. So here's Scorpio. Here's our Scorpio archetype. Mm-hmm. Okay. She's deep. She's loyal. She's a detective she loves the behavioral sciences she's psychic she loves the occult she likes astrology she likes all those magical things okay she's magical right and she sees you okay so here she is here's you she sees you and she's like wow and the thing that's interesting is that the, uh it's always the case but in every chart you're always a little bit ahead of your kismet client, which is why the 12th, so the 12th house is here. Your rising sign is down there. So they're just right after each other. So so Scorpio comes right before Sag. So you're one sign ahead of her. Okay. So remember what I said, like Libra is backed by Scorpio. So Libra, uh, Libra basically taught Scorpio how to be sneaky and like, you know, hack into her boyfriend's, you know, computer and shit. She, she's a little detective cause she wants justice. Right. And then Scorpio added her own spin and said, well, <laughs> I'm going to get down to the even deeper stuff with the water. Right. So it's the same thing you, so you're backed by Scorpio. So Scorpio taught you, um, all of this wisdom, right. Which is now, now you're like the spiritual teacher, but then you became the philosopher. Okay. You didn't just try to, you know, um, Digged at the end of the ocean to find the treasure and then to dissect it all no you took it for enlightenment okay so you're mm. you're here to solve the problem for the person with the scorpio characteristics okay they they usually they're very intelligent people like both of my employees are scorpios freaking smart as can be um you can never fool a Scorpio. Like nobody's going to, like you, could, if you were inauthentic in your marketing, she'd be gone. She'd be like, nah, she's bullshit. No, nope, Cause she doesn't want any bullshit. Okay. So you show up as Sag, which you're already ahead of her. Sag isn't going to be bullshit. That's not that she's ahead of Scorpio. See? So, and then your sun sign is ahead of Skadge. So you remember that's your secret sauce? Mm-hmm, you're mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A little bit ahead of her. So she's looking at you like, wow how does she take all that ancient knowledge and all that spiritual wisdom and all those clairvoyance and intuition, how does she take all that stuff and turn it into what she made it, which is to be the master teacher. So Scorpio is looking at you going, I want to be the master teacher. I want more of what she's doing. I want to know how she did that, you know? So when you think about the problem you solve is to help Scorpio embody and see herself as a master teacher, but not from an ego, right? Because you got Chiron in Pisces, which is really just like spiritual growth and and unlocking that subconscious stuff. Where Mm -hmm. Scorpio, I'm not going to say that they're like egotistical because that's a different sign, but they're so intelligent um, and so well-read that, okay, just bear with me for a second we have two minds, right? We have the conscious mind and the subconscious mind. Mm-hmm. And the way that we, how do I want to say this? When we are really, this is so counterintuitive, but it's it's going to make sense. When you're really a self-aware person, you, I don't know a better way to say it. You sometimes block yourself from learning new information right because you're yeah, it makes sense you know you're, you you know something so you just know it but the only way you can continue to learn is if you if somebody could break down what you currently know and break it down even smaller until it almost becomes the opposite of what you currently knew mm-hmm, right? mm-hmm. yes scorpio's shadow is the pro she has the problem of thinking that she knows something but she, can't, she hits a wall because she thinks she's read every book and she's done everything and she's so freaking smart, which she is, but she's not able to move past it because of her own self-awareness, right? From her own conscious awareness.
0: Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm.
1: she's not able to move through and penetrate through the subconscious, which is where I believe your gift comes from because Chiron and Pisces is ahead of all of them, right? She's ahead of you know, Aquarius, Capricorn, Sag, she's, she's already evol- super evolved. So you help people with that last chapter. So Scorpio is mm. your kismet client. She wants to be more like Sag, which is, you know, she sees you as the master teacher, the philosopher, but you're actually going to teach her more about Pisces. Mm. So you're going to help her actually skip her evolution right she's still going to go through the process but you're going to be teaching her and showing her how to break down paradigms within herself Mm, okay that means you're going to challenge what she's currently thinking and she wants somebody to be brave enough to take her on because she's somebody that intimidates most people but she will respect somebody that'll be like and the thing is the way that you communicate is capricorn so she will listen because Capricorn isn't trying to be center of attention. They don't give us sh- their sage wisdom, right? It's mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's 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 a quick little snippet until Scorpio is like, oh, well, that makes sense. She's got my attention. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, it's very harmonious here to see how Sag is is basically. The, the front of the house, right? I'm going to show up on social media. I'm going to be the philosopher. I'm going to talk about spirituality. I'm going to talk about culture and travel and wander the world and be an explorer and be an adventure and all. It's so fun and fiery and whatever that's going to go. Scorpio going to be like, yeah, that's fun. Then. Okay. So that's like the gateway problem that you solve mm-hmm. is that you're going to take Scorpio on an adventure, on a spiritual escapade, to self-exploration, to breaking down paradigms, okay? Now, the root problem that you solve is Pisces. Now you're going to break down those paradigms, and what's going to be reborn in your Scorpio archetype is the intuitive, psychic, not-of-this-realm divine being that is inside of Scorpio that is ready to... um, to ascend. She's ready to take on and close this chapter because she's almost, she's stagnated herself. She knows so much. She's so mm-hmm. intuitive. She's is intuitive. She is psychic. She's all these things. She's like, okay, well, this is boring. Like, what the fuck? Like, what's next? Like, I, I don't understand. You know what I mean? Right. Right. So right. your challenge is to be like, well, let me teach you something, Scorpio. You know, you're going to be all sage advice and you're going to, she's going to be like, oh, I hadn't thought of it like that. And then you're like, okay, well then now buy my product so we can explore deeper. Because, but you got to pique the interest and you got to be super authentic in order to mm-hmm. even capture her. So that is where it's not even a challenge because Capricorn is never going to have a chance. Scorpio and Capricorn, honestly, good match. They like each other. They trust each other. They're the two most loyal signs in the Zodiac. They're never going to screw each other over. You know what I'm saying? And if they do, one of them will apologize. It's never going to be – it's not like another fire sign. It's not like, you know, having this raging fight. It's never – because Capricorn is just never going to let it get to, like, super emotional like that. It's a very grounded mm-hmm. sign. So that's mm-hmm. her secret sauce of kind of keeping sad, uh, Scorpio, like, not in her place. That's not really the right way. But, like, like she's to, to um, win her trust. So that mm-hmm. she wants to learn more, but it's going to be um, Sagittarius and the fun and the adventure that she thinks she's missing, mm-hmm. you know, from her life. And it could, you could be talking about anything, Carla. I mean, literally it, it depends on where you want to niche this, but, um, uh, Sagittarius like Scorpio, you know, she rules the genitals. She's, you know, about sexuality and it doesn't have to be literal. You know, Mm -hmm. like if you might want to Google or watch some YouTube videos, uh, about the law of gender. Okay. Law of gender, Mm -hmm. you know, is really about the conscious and the subconscious mind and the conscious mind impregnating the subconscious mind. So it doesn't have to be literal like sex, even though a lot of people, when they think about Scorpio, they think about sex. Um, but it doesn't have to be literal. It can literally be, you know, the conscious masculine mars energy penetrating the venusian subconscious feminine energy um to to birth a new idea and i think that's where libra the empress right she's gonna Mm -hmm. burn this new creative part of her um and it just depends on where what angle you want to take that i mean i mean spirituality and breaking paradigms and there's this is infinite it's like what is your specialty going to be um I guess that depends on where your area of expertise is, what lights you up inside, those are gonna be the things that kind of niche you down. Okay. Okay, so what questions do you have? Because obviously we've covered a, a ton of stuff, but I wanna see how we can kind of wrap this up with a bow so you can leave with like, okay, I've got a game plan.
2: Okay, so in, in summary, um, up, up until now, I've definitely been. I have an online business. Actually, I guess I've had several. And, um, but I realize I have been working more in my masculine and talking about digital products. And I have decided to embrace my woo, like it's been calling me. And this is a total departure of anything I've ever done online. Like this is definitely things that I I talk about with my friends and really geek out on stuff like that. But I never thought of it as a you know as, as a business plan or just something that I would really explore, but over the past few months, um you know you get those little questions, those little callings those things saying, you know because it's always felt really boring and I felt and you know as a capricorn um I check my numbers every week, so like I know how well I am not doing that way. so no, no, but I, but it, and I realize there's something missing because it's not incorporating, it's not incorporating all of my gifts. Mm. So, so what I have decided to do, and it's, you know, it's just like a new thing. Um, so my new, my new plan, my new, uh, uh, my new direction is to teach lady soulpreneurs how to manifest their desires by combining rituals, psychology, wow. and law of attraction. Exactly. And I,
1: first of all, I knew nothing. Remember when I said, I don't know if yeah. entrepreneurs and resonates with you. Yes, people. yes. So, so it's like, so everything you've oh been saying. Oh t- that's so
2: weird. Yeah. So, so, and again, I have to give you credit because like just in your videos, you're saying that, you know, you have all the answers and you know what it is. And it took me, it, 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 and also, as you said, it didn't look like what I thought it was going to look like. Like I can't, I, you're asked the question, what were you, uh, what were you struggling with? What were you crying over in the shower three years ago? And my first thought was, well, you know, I was trying to build my new blogging thing, my new romantic uh, dating blog. And, and then it hit me. I'm like, no, what I, was, what I was crying in the shower about was a guy. And I basically used ritual to, and, and law of attraction to, um, to attract, you know, what, what, who ended up being my soulmate. And I have already done like the romantic, the romantic dating niche and I realized I didn't like that. So I knew that I didn't want to teach people how to manifest their soulmate because I'm really not trying to focus just on that. But I realized that my approach to creating um, a customized ritual, a personalized ritual for myself was something that I could teach other people how to do, how to, you know, how to choose different things from the rituals itself or color psychology or... Um, neuro-linguistic programming. You know, you probably know about that. Like all these different tools that I use to create my own personalized um, uh, ritual. And I was thinking, wait a second, I think this feels really good to me. So I would like to share that with other people. So in conclusion, um, I, ha- like I, said, I came up with all these different things for what I feel is my signature system, but I got to start with it. I'm thinking I'll start with a freebie and I've you know, come up with, uh, what do you call these things? Um, Uh, keywords you know like I've definitely done all that research Mm -hmm. like you suggested so I was thinking my idea the one that came up first was to do some kind of um, manifestation ritual like just to 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 provide some options on stuff that they could do but if they wanted to go deeper learn how to make you know other ones then they could come for more but I I don't know I figure um, I didn't want similar to what you were saying I didn't want to just just jump because I definitely can do that. You know, so I wanted to take the time, take a a few steps back, listen to, you know, my intuition, speak with you, see if I could, um, you know, just get, make sure that I have a good handle on it before I really start, you know, jumping. Cause of course, yes, Taurus wants to go, Capricorn wants to go, Mm -hmm. but I want to make sure that I, you know, that, that I'm just like, I'm clear and in, in alignment with what I'm going for. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah. I think what you're doing, well, first of all, you're doing all the Aries work. Secondly, oh. as you go through this process, I would document it. Like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, like kind of how you're taking your time, because I bet this is the signature system, you know? Are yeah. You- yeah. I have like five pages. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I have. Been. So
1: you'll take Scorpio through that system. But first, you're, you're your first beta client. Yes. Perfect.
0: Yes. So, well, the so thing I, is,
1: anything that has to do with, like, you might want to, like, learn more about um, the, the planet Pluto. Like, just go read all about Pluto because it's this, this mystical, magical, you know, sim- symbolism, numerology, like, all of that stuff is what, like, lights Scorpio up. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and if she knew that you know going deeper and breaking old paradigms within her reprogramming her subconscious mind even if she thinks she's already awakened there's always more ways to go deeper and like helping her see that she might be the one in her own way her own gifts her own talents her own psychicness is actually remember I said like the more self-aware you are, the more you're like, mm-hmm. you know, cock-blocking yourself. You're like, dude, yes, like, I yes, can't get pregnant yes. because I'm cock-blocking yes. myself.
2: <laughs> right, right. Exactly, exactly. So um, so is a manifestation ritual, like sort of, or maybe I'm thinking like three, would that work as an opt-in?
1: Yeah. As I long as you okay. let them know what, it's, what problem it's solving, like what- sure you know, maybe it's three separate rituals, like one manifest love, you know, yes, or partner, yes. you know, and just kind of give them these like magical ceremonies or rituals or whatever you call them. Yes, that's great. Okay. 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 And then okay. give them those sage vice advice yes. and those email autoresponders and just follow up with them. And then do make sure that you though that you have you know, something that you want to be known for afterwards. So if it's a school or a program or one-on-one or a retreat or workshop or virtual workshop, whatever it ends up being, it's like, you want to take, you want to make sure it's like one thing to build a list, but yeah, what's a list without something for them to buy afterwards, you know? So sure. you might even think about what that could be. You know, the first thing that kind of came to my mind is like your own version of a mystery school or something where like they get to learn all kinds of cool, crazy you know, magical ceremonies and, you know, do this, do that, buy this honey and combine it with this rock or whatever, you know, and just give them these tools. Um, and they can, they're going to be looking towards you, um, for the wisdom, you know, like, well, what's the problem that it solves. And I think that's where it's like, it might just be a lifestyle that you're selling, um, Mm -hmm, more mm -hmm. than like build your business, but I can't help, but like let's say, like, let's say your Kismet clientele is the Scorpion spiritual entrepreneur. Just because your target market is a spiritual entrepreneur doesn't mean that you have to co- like coach around business. You see sure, what I'm saying? Sure. You can mm-hmm. talk to them because you're Capricorn and you're very driven in that way. Well, it's okay to talk to people, but remember, like, I'm an entrepreneur. It doesn't mean that I only buy things about business. You know what I'm saying? Right, they, right, I want to buy self growth stuff because that also assists me in my business, but it doesn't mean I have to teach, you know, how you were teaching digital marketing before that right. just happens to be something you guys have in common, but it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be the thing that they buy from you. That's,
2: that's, to- I'm totally fine with that. So I was thinking if anything, maybe I would repackage it for, I would repackage some of my, you know, online entrepreneur courses for her if she wanted it.
1: Mm -hmm. You know, so
2: it would be something possible, but not necessarily the main thing. Um, uh, you know, another question I have is like the name is it okay if I mention the name of it in this or or check it offline? Okay, so when I first started uh brainstorming this for myself, I and I wasn't thinking that I was gonna go embrace my woo at all, and I came up with the idea I came up with the name Queen Up Club because my idea was that. I was helping women queen up, like when they get to a certain part of their life where they're like, you know what, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired and I want to, I really want to go for this thing, whatever that is. And um, so in my mind, queen up was sort of like, you know, I'm, I'm, it's like another form of leveling up and, yep. and uh, well, you know, and the domain was available. But at the same time, I don't want to lock into it in case it doesn't make sense. So um, that's, I guess, that's another question I have like whether or not Queen Up Club is the final thing. I'm not convinced that it is, but I'm not convinced that it's not. Like, I've already right. started Instagramming under that, but I feel like it's also been a good practice for me to start sharing in a more feminine way, which I haven't been doing. So, right. I don't know. You have me. Two thoughts in- came
1: to mind from the first. So, one was like, um, because you guys share the like business part of, you know, together. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. you could even talk to her like, Hey, are you running your business? And you created this course or you created your Instagram and like nothing's happening. Like mm-hmm. join my program to learn not the marketing, but the spiritual, um, to do's in order to get yourself in alignment so that you can attract those things. You see what I'm saying? So that was yes, one yes. thing that came to mind. Um, and that you could even pair that with like, like I'll just say, like I'm imagining a sales page, like, okay, like you're a spiritual entrepreneur. You're super smart. You're like very awakened, all this stuff, but why is your business not working? Well, join, you know, me in all these rituals and I'm going to give you a bonus product, which is my e-course that I've already created. So it's kind of like all the work you've done is not for nothing, but those could be bonus, yes. just incentivize them to go buy. So that would be one thing. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as like queen up because, okay. So one, I knew you resonated with the word Empress, which is more about fertility. And then when I think about Scorpio, I don't know, like Scorpio, I feel like queen, and maybe it's just from like the, the people marketing the whole queen thing. Um, there is like, like I'm thinking of tarot, like the queen of wands, the queen of cups, the queen of swords and all this stuff. And it's like, you know, what does the queen represent? Well, in... In um, the <laughs> my dogs um, in the subconscious mind, the subconscious is the feminine; it's the queen, and then the sub, the conscious mind is right. the king. So you could come up with your variation of what the queen represents, which is the subconscious, which is the deep stuff, which, which is Scorpio. Okay, You just have so to then- play it. You just have to come up with your own like metaphor okay, okay. The queen you know and then explain okay that. like what is the queen the queen is the you know she's the queen of the underworld the queen of the subconscious mm. mind you Oh, okay? that's good that's good that's good yes yes
2: <laughs> oh that's great that's great um yeah. one more one more question you've yeah. been so great um <laughs> so now one of your other uh courses like one of your other videos that i was um watching and viewers you were talking about like having a virtual workshop and doing Doing I am a prize, do. yes. Yes, exactly. Do something every month because you're saying it might take a, people a few times before they see you. So I was thinking, like, how about doing some kind of, like, a, for my virtual workshop, do a, uh, a like, a, a new moon thing or teach, um, like, a live workshop, virtual, yeah. virtual workshop to teach uh, to teach women how to do it. So that there could be a, um, a virtual workshop where it's, like, I was thinking, like, a two-hour thing like on zoom, where people tune in and we, you know, and I give them ideas as a group or I teach as a group. But I mean, I could also do something coaching one on one later, but but I'm thinking for a one on one
1: thing for new moon and you know, new moon happens every month. So I mean, and as long as you can position it as something like because new moon ceremonies and new moon workshops, they're great, but there's a lot of them. So you just have to make sure that you're specific about what problem it solves. Like sure. niche it down. It's like, yeah, I, I wouldn't call it like, come to my new moon virtual workshop. I would say, come to my new moon virtual workshop where, you, where, you know, it's all about this, you know? And so it's specific to that sure. market to like, to show, to show you how to embody your, your, your queen you know, um, you're like, find your angle to that.
2: That's good. Okay. And then, so, and since it's a new, a different planet every month, so then the idea then would be, uh, uh, using that particular month's focus to help them get their queen. Okay. Okay.
1: All right. You know, you could, I mean, whatever, it works for you. If you want to bring in astrology or the planets, um, you know, it isn't even, I mean, you could even just pick an adjective, like if it was like a new moon in Capricorn, it's like, then we're going to talk about being the observer and how to use, a you know, this this magical power within you, it's all you know, so you just got to, you know, you're probably going to need to brand it. Like if you call it new moon, that's great. I feel like it could just, just even be the queen up virtual workshop, you know, and just Ooh. as long as you know what the queen up, you know, definition is for you. Mm -hmm. okay okay and it just happens to be on the new moon of whatever the sign is you see what I'm saying yes oh that
2: is great
1: oh that's fantastic
2: yes thank you thank you all right
1: girl well this it's 333 that's the manifestation number Woo! (laughs) this was so great I'm so glad that we got this time together I you know overall are you satisfied with the reading oh
2: Oh, I'm totally 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 satisfied because I was able to prepare and it was just awesome just and Felt like you totally, whatever has been like, I don't know, um, birthing in me lately. I mean, you totally connected with that. So I know I'm on the right path. And now I can I can start to, uh, you know, tighten up my game plan and put that baby into action.
1: Perfect. All right, girl. Well, you have a beautiful rest of your evening. And I hope we get to connect again real soon. Oh, we will. Thank you. <laughs> All right, honey. Bye. Okay. Bye.